Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, along with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? What it do? All right, so we gonna shoot the breeze about one of our favorite pastimes. At least as a child, I know. As a child, especially as a black child. Black child, yeah. You definitely played this game growing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, they what they just did was they helped. A lot of families come together, bro. They helped them come together, but because if you look at how many people got mad when you hit that draw four or draw eight or dr- yeah, once you layered it up, mm-hmm. yeah. If you don't know what we're talking about, Uno finally came out with an official rule saying that you cannot stack draw twos or draw fours or anything. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, you know how many times somebody got hit with a draw four, somebody else throw out a draw four, mm-hmm. or they'll try to stack them draw fours and keep stacking them? Yeah. It's like, yeah, people be mad, quit the game. I know some people ain't got in fights over it. Yeah. It's like, hey, man. You violating. But, but that's it's... like with all them games, you know you be like, bruh, like, you taking it too far. Yeah. You you cheating now. You go. And then they like, oh, well, we make up our own rules. Oh, when certain people say, oh, yeah, let's play Uno. Now nah, I don't even want to play no more. But you know how with us, first of all, I appreciate Monopoly on the phone for doing this, though. But they, they had, it's like you can play standard, which the rules are set. Yeah. But they get, you know, they got the whole free parking, which is not a thing. Like when people put money under free parking, mm-hmm. like it's not a thing, but. If you want to set that up on the on the actual game on the phone, they'll let you. Oh, that's real. So yeah, they let you. They they understood that. Yeah, some people out there who play it a little different. You get you get the fines and stuff. You get to collect if you land on free parking. But Uno, like I said, it's it's different. Like I know people that were like, man, I slapped the whole card deck over and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to play. Ain't nobody playing. Slap the card deck over for Uno, flip the table for uh, Monopoly. Yeah, it's just. And we just... already know, like the old school games, like when it came to playing dominoes. Dominoes mm-hmm. got people shot. Dominoes is violent. And then on top of dominoes, spade. The worst way to piss off an older person is to renege. <laughs> Instant or pressure. you can't call your hand yeah. on some spades. Yeah. Older people do not play. If you in your, I would say about now, if you around 45 and back, you play spades with them. You better know what you're doing. You better know what you're doing. Don't even sit down. Mm-hmm. Some for spade tables, it's family usually, they don't even, they don't even let the kids come play. Yeah. Like, hey, no. hey, hey. And then, you know, people cheat, talk the board, yeah. do all types of stuff. Guaranteed. Hey, Every quit time. talking the board. Don't say nothing. Just play. But you can't do that. Oh, no. What's, yeah. what's space without the trash talk that's disguising the board talking? I'm curious. It's just funny for me to think about it. But how do white people play spades? First of all, I've met a lot of white people who don't know how to play spades. So I'm not saying that all white people don't know how to play spades. Yeah, but... but I just think yeah. about it, is the reason they don't want to play is because, oh, we're a loving family. We don't want them issues. Because I, I'll say it like this. My grandmother was mad as hell at me one day because I was just learning how to play spades. And I was like, okay, I was putting certain stuff down. Mm-hmm. And you know how people be, oh, he don't know how to play and everything. So I just put all my cards down. And when I put all my cards down, 
my grandma looked at me with this god rest her soul you know she in heaven now <laughs> but i still remember the look on her face she's like man if you ever put your cars down like that again i'm like so you gonna threaten me grandma like you at the wrong table like this ain't that's what people gotta understand some things ain't for the kids man. they just but not it's a game it's, it's a game they say it's a game but, but it's nah, not a game you, you playing for real stakes you ain't even gotta play for money but you playing for the fact the, clout, that you, the, the respect you know this is this is bragging rights this year yeah or at least for this family function Mm-hmm. You gonna talk, like, you know? They gonna talk about it for a couple of days. Like, remember, I, oh, who who was beat busting heads? And, yeah. You know. Oh, I remember because we used to play spades over my mom's house, and when we played spades over my mom's house, like some people would come on and play. About this time, I started getting real good at it. Oh, so, so you prepared now? Yeah. So me and my mom would get on the table, and we just start busting people's heads. And this one dude, he was like, oh, he was talking mad trash, and he was right behind me. Every time I just kept, uh, uh, I don't even know what to say. And I roasted him the entire time. This is the only time where you're a little kid and you get to talk trash to the adults. Yeah, you get to roast, you get to really go in. Like, oh, he was mad at me, but you couldn't do nothing. I'm just saying, if your hand get good enough as a child at the spades table and you just release like that one cuss word, like, get your, uh. <laughs> And they probably wouldn't even tell you to stop. They'd be like, all right. Man, you I'm just cracking on him the whole time. I'm like, what happened? I thought you said you could play. Like, the same so thing. So write a passage. Mm, you just, mm. just get the whooping. What? When when your cards come right? When, when it's all in your hand? I know he wanted to fight me for doing it because it it I wouldn't is. let up. I was like, no oh. Point. I seen people do this all my life. I'm like, I'm here now. Time. I'm ready. Fam, you picked the wrong. Ta- you picked the wrong table, the wrong child today. Mm-hmm. It's but going down. I'll say it like this: nothing like playing them card games back in the day. I mm-hmm. wish we could do it more now. But it's, well, now that COVID is over with, you should be able to get. Yeah, back I feel to like it's going to definitely be more family function. Yeah, because you know you go to a family reunion. Your kids be over there playing Uno. Adults be playing dominoes, the spades. Mm-hmm. Gin rummy, all that kind of stuff. But I always think about it this way, you know. I mean, I feel like my brother, he took up, he's taking up the mantle mainly, but eventually it's going to get to a point where I don't know if families are that tight knit anymore to yeah. where they do go to family functions like that. Like, you go to people, you, you know. Well, partly I blame that on us. And I, I would say our generation. Because the reason I say that is because you remember when uh, your parents for family reunions oh we get together we'll talk we may not see each other all the time but we'll talk how often do we actually talk to our family me and one of my cousins were talking about a month and a half ago and we were like man you know since big mama and them passed away you know we don't do it like we used to our parents are trying to hold that mantle but it's like but they're getting old. It's time. Mm-hmm. Somebody got to pick it up. That's why we like, you know. But that's the thing is, it's like, and I'm talking about in your 30s. I'm 36 years old. Right. We're talking about that generation. Mm-hmm. Not the. It's not the job of the kids to try to take up mantles because some kids don't even know that certain cousins and stuff right. like that. You don't know the connection. You remember uh, back in the day, even if you didn't want to go, you got to go over your cousin. Mm-hmm. You got to know everybody. Like, ah. Uh, 
Man, they ain't ever got no good games over there. Y'all just outside just playing, mm-hmm. playing the dirt. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you play your game when you get back home. You going to be over here. We're going to play this game. We're going to eat this food. And you bet not act a fool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get that one speech. Hey, when you're over there, mm-hmm. you bet not act you up. Don't act up. You know what it is. Mm-hmm. If you act up, I'm going to act up right with you. Yeah, because first of all, it's a family. We all family here. So if you get a whooping at your grandma's house, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, should have sat down somewhere. Should have sat down somewhere. It was your fault. Even though we still crack jokes about my dad back in the day. Because, don't get me wrong, love my dad to death. I'll die for him right now. But my dad, we used to say he wasn't quite all the way there. We be at <laughs> family functions having a good time. And me and my brothers, we rough house. We be over there playing and stuff. We yeah, play free stack too hard. Yeah. And somebody will always get in their feeling and start whining. Man, we were over my great auntie house one time and I think I pushed my little brother too hard and you know he started whining about it and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dad came outside. It was a tennis racket right over the side. He chased me and my brother down the street. With that tennis racket. Oh, gosh. I just, I don't understand. And you could hear my great auntie, my uncles, and all that uh, calling his name. Hey, stop. Junior. Junior, stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we were gone. No, like, bro. You I can't love my chase dad your kids with a death, tennis racket. But my dad was one of them old who went, come to a whooping, I don't care. You better be in the right position because I'm not about to fight with you to get in that right position. Right. Oh, you fell. You just wherever's that get wherever, hit. Wherever, yeah. It's just get, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. And I my, mean, don't get me wrong. I'm don't sure get me wrong. Cool. My dad, uh, now that he got older, I know in his head he'd be like, man, I wish you would shut up about that. But it, I'm like, yeah. It's my experience. Like, you can't tell me to be quiet. It's just like. The, the government and, and the police force trying to silence N.W.A. It's like, no, we've been silent long enough. I should be able to at least talk about it. I can't say that, you know, I can talk about this. That's what I feel mm-hmm. like. At this point. Mm-hmm. We, I'm old enough. I can talk about we it. We know what happened. Like, we don't like when people be like, oh, stop talking about slavery. We don't like when people say, oh, don't talk about the Holocaust. Because those were things that happened to real people. Those real pain and that happened mm-hmm. those things happen but with the whoopings it was a lesson too don't give me now the other ones i don't i don't feel like there was any lessons learned outside of you got cruel and 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 un, un, all i can say people but, you know. is them whoopings helped me run very fast yeah it helped me move like oh uh-uh, i don't want nah, that i don't want that Juke like me. hey nah because i think about it now and when i have any action or interaction with the police if we ain't cool, hey, you know what? I'm on my best behavior. Yeah. I, I don't care. I'll I'll fight it in court. I'm not about to act no fool out here. Yeah, because you got you got another weapon now. You got another mm-hmm. way. I don't want no problem with you, like, fam. I, I don't want no I issue. remember I was talking to one cop. He came to the window. He was like, all right, you know what you was doing? I was like, it don't even matter. I'm just trying to go home. What you want? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what you need? Mm-hmm. He didn't give me a ticket after that. He was like, huh? well, yeah. You cool? Yeah, I've had a police officer do the same thing to me. It was like, man, but they scared the hell out of me that day. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, I ain't, <laughs> I just want to go home. It was like, oh well, let me check your stuff. Be o- you be okay? You gonna be alright? Like, I'm like, 
It's so many of y'all, and it's only one of me. Yeah, but see, but. That's, that's the lessons that whoopings teach you. Because mm-hmm. no matter how many kids is outside, when you're about uh, to get a whooping, it's only you. Mm-hmm. It's only you, and if you act up in, in the process of getting a whooping, you liable to get whooped by more people. Mm-hmm. And... It's and too you much know pressure. you used to want to laugh at people, but you dare not laugh. No, nah, don't do that. Laugh if you want to. You're gonna be in the same it boat. Is, with oh, you think it's funny? Mm-hmm. Nah, it's just not we as got, well. Uh, we gotta bring back these card games and family reunions. See, but then you gotta also think about what you're asking for. You asking for people to bring back whoopings at family now, functions. Look at it like this. Before we go on, real quick, look at it like this. Do you think we would be better off with that? Given that discipline and all that stuff, Big Mama was there making sure, hey, Junior, leave him alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, cool. I, okay. I, he ain't had enough of whooping. Yeah. Versus what they do now, where basically all the parents swear their kid does nothing wrong That's ever. That's false. That's a lie. I, you're right. We're going to move on, but I, I, I agree. All right. Who's really the better communicator? Considering criticism is a big part of communication, but not everyone can handle it. Now, what you think? What you talking about? So, communication goes a lot of different ways. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say, oh, well, you just don't talk enough. You don't express your feelings. But the thing is, if you can't handle me expressing my feelings, like if I tell you, hey, you know what? You may not be the best cook. You may not be the best negotiator you may not be the best at doing certain cleaning or something like that right i can't tell you that and you be fine about it because a lot of times when you say those things it's automatically taken as an attack yes so since it's taken as an attack you're automatically going to try to flip it or justify why you're doing this instead of communicating back and forth i just feel like when you're having a conversation with most people it's not just in relation but with most people but especially in your relationship a lot of people mainly be looking for the rebuttal Mm -hmm. they only want to hear what you got to say so they can know what they gonna say to you next they don't want to listen to you put themselves in your shoes and try to see it from your point of view as well you know what i'm saying they don't want to do both like nah we i'm only here to listen so that i can tell you how you're wrong with what you said yes a lot of people communicate to win instead of for us to get better understanding, understanding of each other. You gotta every conversation, your ultimate goal should be to either reach a middle ground or accept that we got different viewpoints and you might be right, I might be right, or you might be wrong, but it ain't my place to tell you you're wrong right now. You well, ain't, you ain't if we're talking about our relationship, we might as well meet your, reach a middle ground. Yeah. Hey, how can we both be happy with the decision because think about it if you're not happy with the decision most of the time you're gonna butt that decision all day long or you get or you get real like you know spaced like Mm -hmm. i get i don't feel like telling you about this because you ain't listening every time i talk to you then they be like well you don't talk to me anymore i'd be like well you know yeah because i can't get my point across i don't see the point in talking to something that don't receive yeah picture if we had these microphones and we was just talking into them, but they never picked up a sound. Yeah. People on the other end want to hear what we got to say, and that's exactly how a conversation got to be, you know? True. You a don't hear me. A lot of times people don't want to hear the other end because they want themselves to seem like they're always right. Right. Like, 
if you like, for example, anytime I do certain things, I always want critique right. because I'm like, how can I be better at something if I never get any criticism critique? You can't critique me on something. If you're saying, hey, I need you to be a, a better father. Uh -huh. I think I'm the best father in the world. I don't care what anybody say. Right. But I'm like, I could always be better. Uh-huh. Like, Agreed. I think I'm a great husband. But I feel I could always be better. So I'm like, how can we communicate? How can we get things understood? But you should want to think the same way, too. I agree. What I, what I say on that part, the sticky wick that comes with that is considering... If you're always the one who's seeking to be better and you're part like if I'm trying if I'm taking your critique and I'm being I'm being a, obviously a good listener because yeah. you're saying something and I'm receiving it. On the flip side, if I'm telling you and giving you critique, but you don't want critique, then that's a one sided relationship. I consistently get better and you stay the same. Yes. And that's what communication. Right. You're not communicating with me. You're not hearing what I'm saying. But you're only listening to what I uh, you're listening to the things you think are negative because you don't want to be better, you want me to uh, believe right. that you're already the best you can be, right? And so, uh, my thing is when it comes down to that communication element and you saying listening and getting, and getting better, but that's like that's where that term evenly yoked got to come in, yeah. It's like, hey, it's not that. Because a lot of people want to say, oh, evenly yoked, you got to be financially the same. You got to be this. No, 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 no. It's not necessarily that. It's you got to be conscious enough of we both in this trying to get better. So we're evenly yoked in the in the idea that I'm not the best I can be. Yes. I can always be better. So we're evenly yoked in the pursuit of excellence. Okay. I'm always trying to get better. I'm not. I'm not. This ain't the destination. This is this is the stepping stone. We're always on the stepping stone because we don't reach the we don't reach the, the plateau. We don't ever reach the summit. I hundred percent agree on that. It's just the fact that really irritates me is now you hear all the time men don't communicate. Mm, it depends on what you consider communication. If I try to tell you and you cut me off and say I'm taking too long, why should I communicate? What's the whole reason for me to communicate if I can't let you know how if I feel? I won't be heard. Because it, it's funny how people have come up with statements like, I don't see why you're voting because your vote don't count anyway. It don't matter anyway. I'd be like, that same logic, <laughs> mm -hmm. you take that to your relationship, okay? Yeah. You want to know why I don't want to talk to you? It's because I've tried it. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that's simple if i go to do something it don't work unless something has changed and it's hard for people to it's hard to recognize change in people because yeah. every day you technically look the same unless you're on a weight loss journey or something like that but for the most part you always look the same so i don't know if you ever switched the bulb out in your head to spark the idea to listen to me sometime yeah and so when i come up i don't know i don't know if you in this conversation to hear me out or just tell me what you want to say because the whole time I've been listening. Yes. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. And I just don't understand why in society we have the, like, 
you know, they still have those sayings that's like, happy wife, happy life. And mm -hmm. don't get me wrong, I believe you should want to make your wife happy. Right. But if your wife's not doing the same thing, and we're not going to say, well, if you're making her happy, she's going to make you happy. Mm -mm. Because in today's society, it's been proven that's wrong. Yeah. And vice versa. I was... I was listening to this. Uh, well, one, I, I'm a firm believer in happy spouse, happy house. So long as y'all both happy, right? Mm -hmm. But it was this one person, and they had said, "What it was?" Thinking now that I said that other thing, I I lost track of that thought. But regardless, <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain I'll bring it back around. It was a. I don't think I can. I it's lost okay. it now. So okay, bro. It happens to the best of us. Yeah, it'll come back. It always. I do. just look at. It. As if we want to communicate, you have to be able to accept communication, meaning right. the good and the bad. If I say, honestly, your cooking is not the best, your question to me should be, how can I get better? Right. How can I make it better for you? Because if you're cooking for me, the whole idea is I'm trying. Uh, you should be trying to make it better for me and right. vice versa. I love to cook. So anytime I cook, my wife will tell you, I always ask, how's it taste? What could be better? It's not insecurity. It's the fact that I want to be better. My question is this, though. <clears throat> it was DJ who sent it to me. It was a TikTok where this lady was asking a question like, why is there always, why is there a term, such term as, in strong independent black woman but you don't ever hear that amongst the other races i'm not trying to make the racial thing but independent majority of the time means without need of anything else it's self-sufficient i'm mm -hmm. all so if i'm trying to communicate with you and you feel like you're independent and and, and like our culture pushes that all the time you push that like oh you need to be self so you got you don't need no man you don't need this you don't need that you don't need focus on you focus on you. even that song uh, lose weight, get in the gym, and all that. You know, the one mm. guy. Uh, get your degree. Like we push focusing on self so much. I'm trying to. I want to know where that that line of thought came from. You know what I'm saying? I hate to say it, and I've said this. Me and my wife had this conversation, and it was funny because I'm like, debate me on it. But before Destiny's Child. Did you ever hear the word independent? Did you ever hear the, oh, you need a soldier and all that kind of stuff? Right, all those contradictions. Yes, all those. And I know somebody's going to be like, she was like, man, you can't talk about them. The beehive will come after you. I'm not afraid of the beehive. But I'm no just saying from the fact that it's like when you listen to a so song, can you pay my bills? Yep. Bills, bills, bills. Can you pay my telephone bill, my automobile, all these other kinds of stuff? Then all of a sudden, you start hearing so many women saying, you have to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. And I was like, eh. I'm like, I've never been a bill payer for someone that I don't care about. Like, if that's my wife, yes, of course, of course I'm paying We live in the bills. same we house. We live together. But if I'm just talking to you? It's like, like I First of all, the one song they made, Bugaboo. Yeah. I was like, so a man pursuing you? Like, they want you want me to be on top of Mount Rushmore 
And just because I pulled up on you walking. Yeah. Keep that in mind. She's walking. Yeah. <laughs> I pull up on you walking just because I'm sitting in the passenger side. Like, now it's a problem. Like, yeah. If you look at the other one, um, all the women who independent. And I'm like, okay, don't get me wrong. There's always been independent women. There are women out here that was called being grown. Yeah. It was not called independence. I don't, what I want to say is I just don't want that independent term to have so much power with with our women. Like black yes. women, it has, it has too much power because then I'm a single black mother. Oh, oh then that leads to oh, this is single Mother's Day, if it's Father's Day. It's like that independent thing causes you to create substitutes. It's like my kids ain't doing without. I got a substitute. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, I'm the mother and the father. Why can't you just be the mother and let that be child ex- yeah, express the fact that, hey, I don't have a father and that hurts. Like I, Sometimes people... You throw all these substitutions and throw all that independence around to show that you're strong because you're trying to hide the hurt. Yeah. So I'm like, stop trying to hide the hurt. Let everybody feel what the... And they wonder why it's so much PTSD and, and stress about life because nobody ever had that opportunity to really have that outlet to say what they need to say. You know what like, I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. I understand as a woman... Well, I can't say because I'm not a woman, but I could understand when women are saying they don't want their child to go without. And yes, that is true. Don't let your child go without. But yes, if your child is hurting because they don't have a father, man, I'm okay with you putting him on blast because he's not handling up his end of it. Right. Because the child should have a mother and a father. Right. Look, but okay, putting them on blast. Are you saying in in reference to like that shaming them or or I like what? Shaming. You, I, I I don't care. I don't if you know shame if them. I agree with that. Okay, man. the reason I say it like this is like you lay down, you had the child. Correct. So if y'all have the child, y'all have both have responsibility. Mm-hmm. Both of you. If you're not handling your end of the responsibility, you trash. And yes, I, uh, I'm not saying that. Okay, this is the whole way I'm looking no. at this is if she is allowing you to be in your child's life and you don't want to be in your child's life, that's your fault as a man because you laid down to have that child. Unless you say she drugged you, raped you, and all that kind of stuff, oh. well, the R word, then it, yes, it's your responsibility. Step up to the plate, do what you need to do. I know a lot of men out here, they're being fathers, right. but. They get downplayed because you see these raggedy trash dudes over here like, oh, he don't really do nothing. My thing is, when it comes to that conversation, it's it's difficult to have and then be like, oh, well, this man is this way versus this man is this way. Because I've seen quality guys go through life trying to do for their kids and then they get pushed out because the mother has an alternative objective i'm gonna turn your kids against you and it's like you weaponizing the children so i'll be like different like yes if the woman is i'm gonna call her trash i don't care oh well i'm taking care of the kids you still trash because you're deliberately doing this to x him out of the situation right so you're taking his responsibilities away from him and then that's where i get 
upset with right. that term independent independent one it's like okay well if you independent so what you independent why can't that child be dependent on their father like just if because if, if that's the case though yeah if that's the case and uh, he's trying I, yes, and you're just trying to push him out by case by case scenario because what we're not going to do i'm not going to put all women saying this or mm-hmm. all single women as saying this because i know there are actually good women out here that want the father to be part of their child's life right. but the father doesn't want to step up to a plate right. trash nigga i'm sorry i'm trying not to say the n-word so much but i'm just but saying it is what it is but the same thing. If you are pushing that man out of his child's life, you're a trash woman. You call it whatever you want to. I mm-hmm. say you're trash. You may not be a trash mother, but you're a trash yeah, woman for yeah. it. We can separate the two. Womanhood and motherhood, two separate terms in the dictionary, both with varying with very different definitions. Just because you're a woman don't mean you're a mother. Like that don't yes. work that way. So but you can be a trash woman and in turn be a terrific mother. Mm-hmm. I love my child. Like, yes, you saying that and you working to get your child and have your child do the best you can. Yes, you could be a great mother for that. Same as a father. You want those things. Now, if somebody's taking it from you or not handling their end, that's Mm. on them. That really is. So that's why I say that. But it all goes back to communication. Mm-hmm. If y'all actually honestly communicate and don't say, I communicate. All right, well, now you know enough, another king. We still got time. So, <laughs> okay. You said there has to be communication. Yes. Is that communication before or after sex? It should be both. It should be both. Yes, it but should be before so and after. When when you got women out here who, who and, and men, meet on tinder have a have a you know situation that go down and you know they go have sex it's their thing they adults they go have consensual sex and then a child is produced because now we you know so, abortions out the window the reason i is is okay with that the only reason i could say it's both people's responsibility like yes you should be wearing a condom and I'm sorry. I know everybody wants to push it the wrong way. But, right. yes, if you know you are having unprotected sex, you should be on some form of birth control, too. If yeah. you know that, like, oh, you hoping for the best is not going to give you the best results. Like, getting right. out here and doing the work. If you are like, oh, I'm a single person, I'm living my life, whether you're a male or woman, I know some people say you could be a hoe, you can't be a hoe, all that kind of stuff, whatever. But if you're out here living your life mm-hmm. and you're wilding out, yep. whatever you want to call it, maybe you should think of the best way, the smartest to way to way. keep yourself safe. I, just like a drug dealer, bro. Drug dealers got off. The, they, I'm getting off the corner. Why? Because it's not safe anymore. The cops look yeah. for you there. I need to do this some other way. Let's Got the dark web. So what I'm saying is, if you, as a guy and or a girl, decide to have your little moment where you gonna go out and you gonna be as promiscuous as possible, sleep with as many people as possible, or you know, uh, if you want to be a Mori girl, and we all know what a Mori girl is, <laughs> like it, it's it's imperative that you figure out a better way to do it mm-hmm. instead of going and trying to figure out who Baby Daddy 15 is. I wish I can they either, would lock that door. Like, you know, when they be trying to run through the door, 
First of all, I wish they put some really tough, clear, clear glass up there. And this is not them birds be running just mm. boom. Oh, I've <laughs> thought hit. about it. I'm like, like man, uh, I just like if you don't quit running out this. No, no. What I'm saying is, I want them to hit their head hard enough to think about the decisions they're making. Because the yeah. problem is, it'd be some people who have repeat offenses. You go out there, you don't know who the baby father this baby is, and then you come back. Well, I know who the father that baby is. You said that before. Mm-hmm. And if history, oh, I'm 100% sure. No, you're not. Because you, if you were 100% sure, you, you brought him up there first. What I'm saying, if you were 100% sure, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. You wouldn't be here. Yeah. That's just how it works. So I just feel like, don't get me wrong, I ain't finna tell, I'm not telling anybody to not, you know, if you want to go have your one night stands and do, have your fun, live your life, like you said, yeah. but at the same time, it's called live for a reason, like you gotta live it better, you wanna, if you wanna continue and have life after these dumb decisions you make, but protect I, yourself the, in some fashion. The thing that just boggles my mind is... If you know you have one night stand, right? Why wouldn't you just go through that whole hey that police uh, pre uh, preliminary hey you know what are we wearing condoms? Which in one night stand you should be wearing always. condoms. Always, but, but I know it, I'm now nowadays you know it's about like, one hour stand. We gotta stop calling it one night stand. If you be doing this in the daytime, yeah, that 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 that, that five minute phase, yeah, <laughs> you just had a lapse of judgment. I'm like okay. Even let's say you want mm -hmm. you, you hit that oh well I'm allergic to latex mm -hmm. okay at least be smart okay we got Plan B we got the stents that you can put in your arms we got um dental dams we got um diaphragms there are all these other types of things we got options yes the spermicides the female condoms and yes I. The reason I say it, there is more protection for a woman than a man. But mm -hmm. as a man, be smart. Like, well, one thing, like I said, I don't do men really need more than one form of protection. If I know this is the answer, because there's them I'm dudes. Don't do out what here. I got. I know. Y'all know there's them I dudes know, out here. But all I'm saying is, just because you that dude, don't mean that you aren't held to the same standard. Fam, look. Say what you want to say, but child support don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I'm certain it don't. Mm -hmm. I know enough people to tell me oh, it's not what a dollar it, for a condom. Child support, five hundred, and that's 600. if they don't go to college. Mm -hmm. Man, you gotta add this up. Not saying that money should be the determining factor on your sex life. That ain't how. What I'm saying is, but if in burning society, don't feel good either. I'm sure in today's it society. We look at more on the money standard. So yeah. then put it on money standard. Well, that's, well that's a whole other conversation because it seems like the only thing that people really care about in any form of relationship, business, or like sexual nature partnership is money. Everybody to turn, people have turned everything into money. Yeah. Like literally, if you on Twitter, why you got your cash app on the Twitter? I never understood like, that neither. Plenty of fish. Why is your cash app on your plenty of fish? It don't make sense, babe. <laughs> you looking for a sugar that you looking for a come up. And then mm -hmm. wonder why 
oh, every guy I meet is this. No, because you pre- you presented yourself as in the form of prostitution, vice versa. Yeah. You if you a guy and the only thing you got on your Instagram is oh I make X number of dollars mm-hmm. I do this I don't oh, show you meet with money. Yes, you're gonna be taken as a trick. You a trick? Because that's what you is. Because you and and I know. Shout out to T.I. This is not to defame you in any way. I love your music. Dime Trap was amazing. But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, nah, bro. Don't be lying to people telling you it ain't tricking if you got it. It's still it's tricking. It's still tricking, fam. It don't matter. Like, oh, it, it ain't A's if you got it. No, nigga, it's still A's, bro. <laughs> like, it's still A's. I don't know why you, it's the same yeah. thing, bro. It don't. What like, you got people, is what you got. Uh, people right. try to give you these jump around these they clothes these I scapegoats to, to and they make it trendy it. they make it trendy you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like super predator <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to profile black people because it's super predator all right uh what's the problem with generals like why are people I, so against it? i'm I don't just know. curious about it what, what's the real issue with gender roles because the whole idea was equality for both Right. If I'm working all the time, yes, you should be taking care of the house. Right. This is general. It's like, because back in the day, men had to do more of the labor because women couldn't get certain jobs. Right. And I fully understand that. That's why you working at the house. Because mm-hmm. you couldn't have those jobs. And vice versa. If you the dude, let's say your wife, like last week when she was saying, Oh, she making three hundred thousand more than a man. I'm like, hey, baby, you know what? I'm gonna take a back seat. I'm a, I'm gonna step back. You <laughs> the sole breadwinner. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna still be the man because right. that's who I am. But that's th- that in part. There's the question. So we looking at it from a standpoint of as a man, you make the decision to either step back or step up. And a woman now they got the option. I can either be the breadwinner or be the home provider. Right? Yeah. A lot of men have, like like she was saying, issue with, hey, I'm going to just do for the home. Because at this point, a woman can, because of how we set it up, which is, in my opinion, correct, anybody can provide for their home. Nobody should be, nobody should have an opportunity to feed their kids taken away from them just because of their gender. And we as an American people agree to that. We agree yeah. with that. That makes sense. So the question that I'm having is, is it so much that the women are, are upset that they got to go to work or they or they feel like we taking that opportunity away from them to be housewives or whatever? Or is it just that men, when it comes to us, we have an issue taking that what society would have deemed a subordinate role and being a homemaker as opposed to a breadwinner? I Honestly, I would just speak from how I feel. This isn't all men, this isn't all women, anything. This is from how I feel. I think a lot of times one of the issues is, as guys, we are so worried about our pride. We want, oh, the man that my cheese mold that, Mm -hmm. oh, well, our money speaks volumes and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's me as a person speaks that value. It's Mm -hmm. not me as a man that's... Yes, I'm a grown man. I'm going to do what I need to for my family. But let's be real. If my wife make 300000 more than me, not 300000 but 300000 more, baby, you got the financial bulk. Yeah. You making the money. Right. 
Now, as long as you're not throwing that in my face, yeah. I don't care. Baby, get your money. You get paid. Because when you get paid, we get paid. Right. It's us in this together. It's not your money, my money. Because when we got together and we got married, when we decided to become husband and wife, we decided to become one. Right. So if my wife say, hey, baby, I need this. Okay, baby, go and get it. Go and do it. Mm-hmm. Do what you got to do. And I, it should be the same way, no matter what. No, oh, well, no. If I say you could do it, you say I could do it. It's not about the gender role to me. It's the fact that we in this together. It's no. like you're going to be strong in certain areas. I'm going to be strong in certain areas. You pick what you're strong at, what you know for a fact you could do. Baby, that's you. Right. Go and get that. I'm going to show you what I could do. I think at this point we got to take we take the gender off and just say the roles. Because ultimately our objective is to fulfill each each void in the life. Yeah. So you know your kids want presence. The past dictated that that the women provide that presence. Yeah. The woman is the one who provides the presence in the home. But in this new financial landscape, if the woman is better suited to be the breadwinner, because she makes in that case what she said, three hundred thousand more than you, bro, she's filled that role. Yeah. It's it that would be the equivalent of going and telling Michael Jordan that hey, bro, don't 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 try to be the star of the team. Like let somebody else do that, and you just you because we need a we need somebody who can who can talk to people instead of play. We need people who can be, you know, nice to the other players. Like, <laughs> no, bro. What I'm good at is what I'm good at, and we gotta understand once the role is filled outside of the gender. Moving from the Michael Jordan back into the role, <laughs> some like I said, I, I, some people have a hard time, <laughs> but. Moving from the basketball analogy back into the relationship analogy, right? We all know there's positions in the household that need to that need to be maintained. We do need money to come in because that's what provides the household. Yeah. But at the same time, we do need the household cleaned. Yes. At the same time, we need somebody to be taking care of the kids that we have. We also need somebody to take care of the cars that we have. We also need somebody to be planning out for the future. Like all these are roles. And in the past, we put a gender distinction on those roles because we had to. If the man is going to make if the man generally makes more money than the than a woman in the past because a woman couldn't earn physically just could not earn more than you. Then, yeah. The role is associated sent to you because you're better suited for the current climate. Yeah, for the current climate and the laws that we got in place, you better suited for that. But now, like I said, a woman can get online and sell pictures of her feet, fam, and make sixty k a year, and she could be never see her face, never know what she looked like, but we know she getting paid because she put some oil on her feet, fam. So if she can make sixty k sitting on the couch, whereas I got to make fifty k. Pulling, pulling line and rebar and concrete, fam. Look, you better suited for this now. Yeah. But at the same time, we gotta understand there is an energy to being a man. There is an energy to being a man to where, hey, naturally, I I, I have a presence that has to be, you know, maintained. Like when I show up and I say something in the household. People move. They know to get out, either get yeah. out of his way or get him where he asked for. What, um, what's funny is because me and my wife were talking about this one. And the reason I bring up me and my wife is because 
I'm not ashamed of my household. I'm going to say exactly what needs to be said because some people are like, oh, well, do you do this or how you feel about this? No, me and my wife speak about all these different things because right. we're trying to do best the best we can. We're trying to be the best we can. So, yes, we have to speak about these things. It can't just be like, oh, well, me, man, you, woman. Or, oh, well, I could do this, you could do that. There were times when my wife made more than me. Times where I made more than my wife. At the end of the day, it all goes to the house. The bills got paid. The road was filled. Yes. And <laughs> like, like, what it is. one of the things I say is like, yes, my presence in my household, everybody knows my presence. And right. it's not, but my wife's presence is known too. It's just certain things I'm known for. When daddy say, pick up them toys, they don't go, okay, and not do it. They just do it right then because right. they know it's, it's a presence. It's, 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 it's going to happen. Like, right. you know what? I need to do what this man says right now because I know what's going to happen if I don't. Right. Now, sometimes my wife will uh, will say something and then they'll slow poke around. And I'm like, I don't want to step on her feet. But then I'm like, hey, you heard what she said, right? And then they get in there and get but it done. One thing I don't feel like you should view that is stepping on somebody's feet. Uh, the other day, I was in here trying to show Paige Reed, and the app told me how to do it. Like they were saying, you got to let Paige, well, I'm saying Paige, you got to let your daughter or your kid read this app on their own, unassisted. Mm -hmm. And so I was heavily relying on the app because that's what the app said. You know what? I'm going to sit back and I'm going to let that be. Yeah. But uh, my mother in law saw that, hey, there's a disconnect. Because Paige, like, natural observation, my daughter was not doing well with that app. Okay. It just was not working. But at the same time, like, according to the app, if we follow this plan, we'll get to these results, right? Yeah. She stepped in, and she started to teach. And you got to take it to account. Well, she raised my wife, and my wife knows how to read very well. So the techniques that she uses proven. I have, I have no, I don't know what this app, they say it's going to work. And I'm just going on that. And I, you know, so I'm like, nah, I got to go with the try and true method. That works. Mm -hmm. So you got to say, I don't view it as stepping on toes. I view it as this method I know works. It's tried and true. Like, I, I did, like, if my mom came in, like, at one point she had, like, this little chalkboard thing. If My memory is, I was a child then. Yeah. But we sat in the chair in the, in the, in the apartment in the kitchen and she was writing somehow on either a wall or the, or the refrigerator and that was teaching us how to read so i'm like that's what i remember so mm -hmm. it worked because i can read if my mom used that same method to the uh, to day to show pay some i know the method works why because i'm a i'm result so i'm not i don't view it as stepping on toes if you said hey did you hear what your mama said you're just reinforcing hey what she's saying is backed by me. Don't think she's an extension. We won. Yeah. If I come up and I tell you, pick up them toys, or she tell you, treat it as if I'm whoever you hold the highest regard for. Yeah. In that moment, you move in that light because it can be dangerous anyway. She could come back. If, if she don't want to do the damage and she come tell me about it, mm -hmm. we won. You disrespected her. You disrespected me. This, yeah. this period. We even handle this. As a unit now. Now you're going to get hot dogs for dinner and you're going to get this. <laughs>
ain't gonna get double dosed on. Mm, mm. It's not good. That remind me of my brother when he was younger. Like my mom, mm, my mom told us to clean up, but my little brother was over here mad as hell because she told me to go clean up some other stuff, and she told him to wash the dishes, and he was like, "It's Jeremy's turn to wash the dishes," and she was like. I told you to get in there washing dishes. Yeah. And then it, he called himself bucking up and like, oh, well, he ain't going to wash the dishes because he mad. And um, she started whooping him and everything. My dad came in was like, man, what's wrong? And she was like, oh, he ain't washing these dishes. He need to get in there wash these dishes. Right. And then um, she popped him again. And, he, and then he yelled out, I remember it like it was yesterday. And I felt so bad afterwards. Because he was like, stop hitting me. And when he said that, then my dad. <laughs> now it's a problem. Now it's a real issue. issue. It like, was small at first. Oh, if you would have just did, if you would have treated it as if, if, as if your dad said, wash the dishes. Because I guarantee you, mm-hmm. he ain't going to be like, you know what? I'm going to get that done. And I'll probably come to you later. <laughs> and be like, now, Jerry, you know you were supposed to be washing the dishes, man. <laughs> But hey, in the car, I was like, oh. But then once he said that, then my dad was like, I don't know, something just snapped in him. And, you know, like, he started beating the hell out of my brother. And I'm like, maybe I should just go wash the dishes. No, you can't do that. Just that, see, that would be impeding on that lesson. That lesson needed to be taught. But you, you ever had that to happen where it's a your sibling get messed up a yeah. little too bad and you like I feel bad for you. I really do because if I'm nothing, I'm empathetic. I I can put my I can insert myself into a terrible situation and not have been in it. Like man, I hate. I know what it, I feel like. I understand what it would feel like to mess up at that caliber. But at the same time, there's a reason why you getting this whooping and I'm not. She told me to clean something else. I didn't ask no questions. I got up from where I was sitting and I went to work. <laughs> that so you gonna be uh, the choices you make lead to the results you get. Yeah, I'm just saying. So if 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 you and uh, his brother don't deal drugs in any way, but <laughs> if your brother was about to go to jail and and, and serve ten years for selling heroin or something, I, I feel for you. I could I could almost understand what it would feel like for somebody to tell you ten years of your life's gonna be wasted. Mm. Sitting in a spot, one central spot for ten years. But at the same time, just because I feel sorry for you, bro, don't mean that I'm finna go and take half of uh, that uh, of that sentence. No. These are less the lessons that their belt provide were lessons for life. That's what I be trying to tell people. We always want to look at the negative. But you hurt the kid. But you hurt the kid. You could have said it. Body language is a language, too. The belt is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> it's saying get right right now. Stop playing with me. I'm not a joke. I'm not a toy. Do what I just asked you to do and do it with a, a, an extreme sense of urgency. That's how I view that. I'm mm-hmm. not feeling mm-hmm. no. And everybody going to get their lesson. Yeah. Some kids don't know how to read. Some kids don't know how to do math. I'm not going to take the math kids and put them in reading class just so I can get A's. No. Yeah. You need math? Go sit in math and get that whooping because that's the lesson you need. I don't see no point in that. I don't see no point in that. No. 
We don't share the load on this. No, I don't believe in group punishment. Ain't no such thing. I individual whoopers for individuals. It makes individuals. <laughs> it teaches you. That's that education. Uh, should you get brownie points for being a good parent? Do no. you feel? I don't either. I don't believe brownie points are necessary because of the fact that that's your job. Right. That's what you should do, whether you want to call it a job or not. That's what you're here for. You're here for the parent. As a mother, you're here to be a mother. As a father, you're here to be a father. Uh, that, that my question mom, would be, do you give single parent trophies? No. No? Okay. No, I'm not giving a, Because, yes, if I, uh, like, God forbid something happens to my wife. Right. I'm going to be the best father I could be. I'm going to try to teach my child the best way I can. Right. Uh, I would, yes, other people, we have a a good net of family members that will actually try to help out. Yeah. But I am that child's father. I'm not his father and mother, all that kind of stuff. I have someone, uh, I have people in my life that will actually, hey, you know, hey, could you tell my daughter certain things like, Yes, because daddy don't know what it's like to be a girl. I, I literally know nothing about actually to live the day in life as a girl. Right. I don't. So, yes, I want, uh, want somebody to help me out. But I'm not going to be like, oh, because I'm a good father. Yes, you should pat me on my back and tell me all this great stuff. I know I'm a good father, so I'm not expecting you to pat me on my back. Right. When my child's smiling, when my child's happy, that's my pat. Yeah. That's what make me happy. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh, when you over here giggling and like my daughter, like her little um freeze pops. I'm like, she be all happy and dancing with it. Like we have this song um, that me, my daughter, and my son uh sing all the time. It's called the Dancing Monkey, and we'll just start singing it all together. Honestly, I get onto my daughter because she want to play it so much. But the when she plays it, and when yeah. we play and listen to it, that's my pat. That's like that's what we do. Right. That's what Daddy here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't care about all that stuff. And I'm like, no, it's not badge of honor to be a baby mama. No, like that song back in the day really got on my nerves because it's like, like Fantasia was singing it, like the B A B Y M A. <laughs> this goes out to all my baby. Hey, baby. I understand if he ain't here, I'm sorry. But it's not a badge of honor. Well, I don't know. We can't. It's not, a badge not, of honor to be a parent. This is what I'm going to say in reference to the Fantasia. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I feel like Fantasia just understood that regardless, she put a baby mama, but she could have put baby father too. It don't matter. She just understand that it's, it's a little more difficult to try to, cover all the roles because like i said we removed gender from it it's a different to cover all the roles yeah. but i feel like the way that society or the media plays that out to say that i'm a strong independent black woman or or hit you with a uh i'm a i'm a baby you know the baby mama this then the third it's the equivalent to white lives matter it's a slight against the opposite or whatever we we talking about so if if, oh, I, I did this on my own. I didn't need no man. Okay, that's the slight. If if you took it and you just said, hey, I was everything my kids needed. That's an honest statement. Yeah. If, you, if you're the only person there at the time, you absolutely right. I was all my, my child needed. 
Yeah. You had and and I will I will give people kudos for traveling a harder road. Now, sometimes, most times that's a self-inflicted harder road. Yeah. But at the same time, if you able to bear sweet fruit from bitter roots, I ain't got I'm not finna sit here and tell you that you didn't you don't deserve a pat on the back. You do. But your pat on the back shouldn't come because they they literally cut my hand off to throw it at your back. Like I shouldn't get hurt for you to be for you to feel some sense of greatness like that should come internally like i don't need nobody to tell that's keeping up with the joneses that's trying to keep up with perception that's trying to keep up yeah. with somebody else i don't need validation well i just look at it as like be a parent yeah, just do like, what you're gonna do do what you have to do for your children whether you're a guy whether you're a girl whether you're doing this together or you're doing it separately whichever way like Yes, my children being happy, that's my pattern. That's on the, the back. validation. That's what makes me feel the good. customer. Like, I'm not saying that your kids are customers. Like for example, <laughs> yesterday, uh, yesterday when they were uh, like, "Oh, y'all out with your children and all that kind of stuff," yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, we do this all the time." And at first they were trying to make, make it seem like all the kids were mine, and I was like, "No, no, 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 no." Each Every, one of them. Everybody got a kid. Everybody got, got a dad. Everybody got a daddy. Yeah. Um. It's not one dude with three kids. It's like, no, no, no. I got a kid. That's mine. He got a kid. That's his. Right. And you, people were coming up. Like, you and, you and your brother were over there just talking. I don't know if y'all know this, but like three or four people came over and just patted me on the shoulder and I stuff. Just I feel like, like, but I, okay. I get where they're coming from, but we also got to look at it from how we got to look at the culprit. Media tells them that that don't exist. Mm. The net tells them that that don't exist. It's people out here who don't who their view of black men is only what the television tells them. It's only hey they don't because mm -mm. you, you took off you I don't I don't see Fresh Prince on or Bel Air on television no more. Yeah, I don't see Steve Urkel and Family Matters. I don't see fan, I don't see those no more. So they don't have an. A, a opposing view to all the crime dramas that we are typically sprinkled in heavily. So you think that's strategically planned? I know it's strategically planned. I don't see no, I don't see no, they can sit back and they can tell me all day, every day. Oh, well, you know, the writers are black people. I'll be like, but they ain't speaking like at a certain point. That's why I, don't get me wrong. Even I need money. Cause I have to live a certain lifestyle, but all with well, that term, all money ain't good money. Yeah. If you gotta sell your, if you gotta sell artificial stories or sell the perception that your people are less than just to turn a quick dollar, leave that money up. You know, one one show I could actually give props that reminded me a little bit of growing up. Everybody hates Chris. <laughs> I knew it was coming, man. I knew it was coming. Everybody hates Chris. Like my daddy, he worked. He worked a life yeah. worked hard All to time. take care of his family. Mm -hmm. He talked to us a little bit, but for the most part, he was going to work. I got to go to do my job. It's like that was heavy gender roles. Like our lifestyle, our our, our time heavy on gender roles. Yes, like this is what it everybody was. got. Daddy it. went and worked. Yeah, that's what men do. Men go work. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said my mom, she had a job. Yeah, my mom did time. too. She worked hard. But my mom would come home after work. She'd be a little tired. She'd do cooking. She'd uh, do chores around the house. She'd make sure we do chores around the house, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. 
But my dad, he'd leave at the butt crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. And then he wouldn't come back till nighttime. Mm -hmm. He gets his food, eat, chill out a little bit, all that kind of stuff. Probably watch some TV, go to sleep, do it all over yep. again. Reverse. Go back. Repetition. Like, everybody hates Chris. I was like, okay. That's. That, if you looking for. But also, they had different characters from the neighborhood. Yeah. And I feel like people, they want to take those characters as opposed to the, the, the quality ones. Like, it was a point where the dad was, it was a guy messing with Chris. And then. He basically he just said Paul. He was like, "When you when you taking a shower, I'll be there." Like basically, he let him know no matter what you do, if you messing with him, mm -hmm. expect me to show up. Yeah, because that's what it is. You can other people in this block. You might be able to have your run of the game, do whatever you gonna do. But this one, every time you breathe, if your thought process is on that child, buddy, I'm gonna be right there. You gonna have to deal with me. That's why I'd be like, that's. That's the real father day. I'd be mm -hmm. like, y'all don't be seeing that. Like, y'all see all these people. And, and like I said, I hate how social media moves because social media is like a, a magnifying glass. It's a vacuum. If you don't seek other things, the feed and how the, and how the algorithm works, it's only going to feed you what you seek. So if you're looking for black men not to be for their kids or, or looking for those hood videos or this, that, and yeah. the third, it's going to litter your page and it's going to give you this perception. Oh, I can't tell you how many times I hit a, see a, a, a lady who's 50 plus just hopped on Facebook and want to tell you all men are on the low. Yeah. And then I'd be like, but do we not have brothers? Do or we not men, have uncles? Men want How did you get here? Instead of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like it's quality men. Out, it's a lot of men out here who really want to be in a quality relationship with a quality woman. But your perception of men has been so negative for so long. It's draining to deal with you on that level. It's it's I'm I meet you tired. Yeah. Because <laughs> I first of all I met you yesterday and I don't know you. The same woman had the same perception of how black, like, like you said, you got patted on the shoulder four times. I didn't even know. Yeah, but I, at the I, same time, like, your perception. I'm like, <laughs> they just want to be. I want to. I want to let people know. Validate you. Let me know. Great job. This is cool. I'm not trying to say that the validation is wrong. I'm just saying. But what you, I'm saying is, three, I don't. You see, I don't. You see three grown men here. And you think you see three children, but y'all don't believe three grown men have each one of them got a child. Right. Like, oh, all three of them got to be mine? Yeah. Oh, first of all, the one statement. I thought they were twins. I was like. No, she said they were triplets. Triplets. I was like. Like. Ma'am, all <laughs> black people don't look alike. Stop. You don't even know when you're throwing that racism about it. So, it's, but I'm like, it was innocent in nature. But at she the same was time, to be innocent, but I was like, it's, it what? gave off that vibe of like, I wanna, I wanna validate this in this moment. It's like going to the zoo and being like, oh, where's the lion exhibit? <laughs> oh, look, there's there's three cubs walking behind that lion. That must be the father of all those children. Oh, I was just like, <laughs> like stop. They don't look nothing. Like I'm like, okay, you can say. Yeah, yours and your uh, and your brother's daughters. They okay. favor. They, they, they uh, similar, kind of. Kind of. 
Kind, but not a lot, because, not enough. Because Paige looked more like Ronnie than anything. Yeah, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, but then I'm like, my daughter like, I'm like. My thing is, this is how I want people to think about it. If you as the opposite race or another race, let's, I don't want to say opposite race because there's no such, there's no kind, there's, I mean, you know, I'm going to just speak this, then you're going to jump on. Yeah. If, if you know a black guy ain't going to just come up and pat you on the shoulder because three kids sitting with you as a man, then you shouldn't feel comfortable doing that to black guys. Because I don't ever, like, I see a white guy with three kids sitting down or three white guys sitting down with some kids, I never feel compelled to go tap them on the shoulder. Yeah. I was just like, it, it just seemed awkward, but I was like, you know, I, I'm, I don't give off that angry, leave alone. like leave me alone, angry <laughs> black man thing. But I'm like, it's your perce- I know the reason you're doing what you're doing is because your perception of me and my people are is so low. Like, and, and I even stopped. I don't even know if y'all heard me when <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. That's his daughter. That's his daughter. Yeah, that's I heard daughter. that part. I'm like, hold up. But I just feel like, and that's and that's part of why I'd be like, don't get me wrong, I ain't really got no issue with South Lake. But I know if I went down, if I literally went down the street, downtown Dallas, and did the exact same thing, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Because they see black people on a consistent basis. <laughs> they understand we, it, one, one prototype or, or one, stereotype isn't everybody that's just one person and you amplify him because it makes for good television real life and tv two separate things and we gotta get to a point where we understand that it's like it's a lot of rappers out here who talk about shooting their guns right but it's a lot of them they even they never touched it they don't do that for real it just sounds good that's why baby like not 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 the baby but baby yeah like he his his little documentary that he did untrapped mm-hmm. i was like bro that's real like at a certain point you gotta get to i'm done with this foolishness bro i'm not no if i'm going if i continue down this path what my people gonna have what my kids gonna have mm-hmm. I, and then he recognized i got a talent people like when i do this let me no nah, let me double down let me go 100 in on this because i've been to prison too many times the other way and not saying that you ain't good at it, but just saying, look, I could do this, make more money, and not have to even deal with that. That's the real thought process. That's how we really move. Every every man, regardless of race, should be moving in their best light. How am I gonna get to the next phase? How am I gonna get how am I gonna make it better for the people who come after me? Yeah. I just feel like that's real, first of all, adulting, but outside of that. When you a man, you gotta really double down on that because there's so many ways for you to mess yourself up in this game. Now we're going into the you won't believe this phase. Brought to you by. Oh, also before we get into brought to you by, please like subscribe our podcast. Oh yes, something the number four D A people. Okay, like we're on everything. We're on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, any place you can find it mm-hmm. where podcasts are shown. We're there. Mm-hmm. Please like, subscribe, show it to saying. a friend. All those good. All things. I'm saying is, think about it this way: we bring content to you. Period. We don't ask for no donations, no none of that. 
you can help us grow this platform so that other people can view us and understand how black men and when it comes to black people in relationship how we really move and how we really operate and i really need to stop saying just black people because i do yeah. want to get some other people on here to, so we can have that conversation where we can bridge the gap and yes, you can meet real that's exactly what i want to do i try to bridge gap between cultures between everyone right. i want us all to understand and you can help us by liking, subscribing, and, subscribing. and Help sharing. us reach more. That's all I'm saying. Help us reach more people. That's so, what, that's what it is. Anyway, and if you want to be on, <laughs> holler at me. Just send yeah. me a message. We Leave got, a message. Let us know. DJ going to catch that. <laughs> <laughs> we going to be honest. DJ going to catch that. He going to tell us. I guarantee it. But, so, shout out to my beautiful wife as always. Love always. you, baby. Um, check out uh, WastedDesires.com. It's a waste beads business. They also have anklets, bracelets. They have thigh chains, different things for for women in general. Did they do the? Did they and do then, the bridesmaid garter? And then after we do uh, after that, you you should also check out traces like mine. Mm-hmm. This is hair care products for uh, uh, for black women by black women. Yep. All women can use it, but. We know as black people, there are certain things we shouldn't and cannot use on our hair. Right. So this is actually made by a black woman to actually help black women. Yeah. And then check out Yanni Like Mine. If you mm-hmm. do not know what Yanni Like Mine is, look up Yanni. You, uh, I promise it's What's in that? there. Just look up Yanni Like Mine. Go see what they do. It's yeah. beneficial to you. I it guarantee helps. you. I it's promise. for women. Ladies, check it out. Like, subscribe, all those good things. Done deal. Uh, Tyler Bailey, luxury clothes, luxury guy. Mike, aka Wooly, a wiggle man. He's wiggling in these game spaces. He got a podcast, State of Being. You should see him. All right, Joe Biden has decided that you know what took place with the whole war against drugs and the marijuana and all that was wrong. So basically, partly what he started. Yeah, yeah, he he definitely played a, 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 a key role in that. Outside of his key role that he played he's trying to make amends for what he feels was a violation of human rights okay so he's pardoning people he wants he's pardoning people on a federal level keep that in mind on a federal level for marijuana charges and offenses that equates to roughly about zero people if you really take i don't think there's anybody charged federally with I marijuana, don't, I don't think so. I case. think it's on state. Well, he's asking, <laughs> yeah, he's state asking, level. and that's where I'm not sure. Shots, Biden. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, we can do a mask mandate. Mm-hmm. It's mandatory you wear a mask, but I can't tell you as a state, it's mandatory that you free these people who we wrongly convicted, and we are also making coin off of as we speak. It just makes it. But difficult. they make millions off of these people already. Already, like, and a lot of people do not understand that marijuana is natural. I hate to say it, uh, I don't smoke. Neither do I. When I was in college, I did a couple of times, mm-hmm. but I really don't. Because that was not the thing for me. But I'm not knocking anyone that does. But for you to literally try to put somebody in jail, like, and give them real time behind it, it's an issue. First of all, when when Obama and Bill Clinton, well, but mainly Obama, who came out and said, I might have smoked a little weed. But, oh, that lets you, you, you can smoke Bill weed. Bill Clinton said, I did not inhale. 
He had the old school set. I didn't, bruh. But that's the same it. thing that he did when when I he hit Michael Lewinsky. I did not have sexual relations with that. But woman. That's what's going on. You see how you got that that caveat, that small switch. I just choose a key phrase. But I'll be like, if you can reach what we consider the highest office in America anyway, for some people, the highest office in the world, if you can reach that and has smoked a little bit of weed, I'm just saying, I don't feel like it's something that we, we, it's not that gateway drug we was all hoping that, all claiming it would be. Yeah, it was just, and, and, the thing about it is, at this point, the cat's out the bag. They yes. got the audio recordings of London B. Johnson saying what he was saying. They got the they got everybody recordings telling you why we're doing what we're doing. We're targeting black and Latino men. Yeah. And this is how we're gonna get them. We want that one boxer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he we he's going across the state lines. He's keeping these women with him. We gotta stop him. Oh, get him on marijuana, get him on on traffic, and get him on something. He can't be out here beating people up Man, and banging my, them up. Uh, my whole thing that uh, just made me so mad about it is, why does it take so long for this? And the mandate, bro, you the president. Why not a federal Trump's state? Yeah. In all other cases, except this case. In this case. Because what you're trying to say is the prison industrial complex, we finna release a whole bunch of people who making the Victoria's Secret draws right now? <laughs> For a dollar? We gonna upcharge that by 50? You know how much money we losing? I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get out that conspiracy theory gas. Like, oh, I'm no. Nah, it, 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 <laughs> like, I understand what you're saying because a lot of people out here in the world do not understand because people think slavery is illegal. Slavery is illegal except for one place. Yep. Prison. Prison. And yes, if you look at the 13th Amendment, and that's why I say a lot of people don't understand certain things because you are free except if you go to jail. Mm -hmm. Then you are a slave Mm -hmm. of the state. And that's when they had the whole little curfew thing. See, a lot of people think that curfew is something that you imposed as a parent on your child. No. You get caught as a black person outside after dark. We gonna take you where to jail? Where you can also be considered what a slave again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Free labor source. It is what that it prison, is. Prison uh, that um pipeline prison, pipeline to prison. Like a lot of people do not understand it, and I just am like, please think and read because reading is fundamental, and like. I wish people would really understand if you want to be better, maybe you should start learning better, doing better. And yes, back in the day, we could say certain people were against us. And now I could say certain people still try to be against us. But it's up to you to understand who, how, and why they're against you. Right. Like... This Joe Biden thing, it irritated me because I'm like, bro, you the president now. You trying to get everyone clear on federal charges. And part of me was like, cool. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, state. What we going to do about the? Uh- well, my thing is, see, this is where it all comes back. It's like back. You shoot back. Who elects our state officials? We do. But that's the thing is because 
everybody uh, like we throw the propaganda out our vote doesn't matter mm-hmm. and there's somebody out here that's like oh you're right i'm not gonna vote yeah. and then the you lose there. your vote and mm-hmm. you also gotta remember when pe- uh, when people go to jail and they are convicted of felonies and crimes of that nature you lose the right to vote yes and when you lose the right to vote and one in every three men loses that right to vote if mm-hmm. y'all don't know statistically speaking one out of every three men goes to jail and when they go to jail on some charge that ends up hitting them with a felony, they lose the right to vote, especially in certain states. In certain mm-hmm. states, as long as you're not on probation, you can still do certain things. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like a poll tax to me. It sounds like a, a plan right there. That all, that's all I'm saying. Because who also didn't have the right to vote? Well, slaves. Yeah. Who also did labor that nobody else wanted to do? And in this case, for we should might as well just call it free. That's what it really is. Yeah. Slaves. So you take away my right to vote, which is what you didn't want me to have, and then you put me and lock me up and keep me in a certain area. Just because you put concrete around it don't make it not a, a, like it's still a plantation. It's just a, a bigger one. Yeah. You know, you give me recreational time. Like, Mm-hmm. Stop! The prison is just a factory, bro. A factory where people can't leave. <laughs> That's yeah. all it is. I think a lot of people need to understand these things so you could at least try to avoid certain mm-hmm. things. When and you keep falling into the same trap, it's like when you keep falling into the same trap and then setting it up for your kids to fall into that same trap. Mm-hmm. Then they set it up for their kids to fall. It's a system that never breaks. And that's also why I be saying, like, don't get me wrong, relationships, but when I talk about relationships, it's not it's not just man and woman. It's not. It's people. It's everybody else got people lobbying for them. Everybody. They collect a whole bunch of people and they go and have people who fight on their behalf and try to get laws changed and acted and all this, except for black people. Don't get me wrong. Now, the churches, they do their thing for the most part. But, but the thing is, a lot of churches are bought off now. Mm-hmm. That's why you get your, oh, free, uh, um, free tax situation. Right. But people don't understand don't that. understand that. There's a lot of things that people, like they always say, study and show yourself approved. If you go biblically, it says that. So, Mm -hmm. my thing is, if we're going to be honest with this law, it's just like, how many people really getting locked up for weed nowadays? Not many. Now, in the 90s, yeah, they were getting locked up hand over fist. Yeah, because it was a plan. Another thing. If you don't believe that it's, it's it's a plan or something like that, just think about how music is ran. And I want and I'm gonna jump to the next topic because we got things to do. But think about music. Record labels was pushing an agenda. Period. When you finally got some uh, artists like Chance the Rapper, and I know people have their feelings about his music or whatever, because some people are like, oh, he corny, he this and that. Me, I think it's refreshing. I think he's actually ex- exceptionally talented. You get you get various artists. You got people out here now. I don't need nobody. I just need distribution, and they get to say exactly what they want to say. It's not packaged. It's not none of that. This is what I want to say, and they own the rights to it. So now I own it. Not only do I own it, 
I get to say what I actually want to say. And I'm going to find the people who want to hear what I got to hear, what, what I'm saying. Yeah. It's different. It's a different vibe. So now record labels got to come to terms with what they doing because there's another option. It's not just what we doing. Hey, they could always be independent. They don't have to use us. And they still going to get hurt just as much. So we we at this point, what we got to do, we got to conform to some. We, we got to give in to some of their wants. Like at a certain point, like when people was talking about they masters, like when Prince come back and tell you, bro, I had to give up my name. I'm the yeah. artist formerly yeah. known yeah. as. Like that's I'm on the Mount Rushmore. and Somebody else telling me I can't say who I am. What I decided my name's gonna be. I created this name before any label was looking at me. Yeah, I lost that. Drew, mm-hmm. we just we just glossed right over it like that didn't even happen. We still call him Prince. Mm-hmm. Look, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> what I'm telling you is, at a certain point, we got to come to terms with, hey, if we don't come together and view ourselves as people who can group up and make and enact things based on our behalf, we got to get rid of that independent. <laughs> We got to be unified. Forget independence. Unified. We'll be a, a independent group. We can do that. But yeah. no. Nah, we we, we got to be done with that foolish. We got to be done with it. An independent unit? That sounds good. I like mm-hmm. that. <laughs> but that independent all, all for self? No. Nah. We see what it got us. It got a lot of us locked up. And, you know, history could repeat itself. Kanye West on Drink Champs. Speaking about this <laughs> non-unity, like I, disconnected. I, I, like I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come out and say it. I don't like Kanye West. Yeah. And the re, and I used to love Kanye. I was one of the biggest Kanye Same. fans ever. I was like, man, I knew all of the his first three albums. I knew every lyrics. song to. Every lyric in, like, I knew it all. And I'm like, Kanye, I'm like, first your mama died, I I understand it's a hard thing. Then you become a Kardashian. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, that's fine. That's what you do. Now you just keep going down this rabbit hole. Like, then he had that beard on. I don't know what that was. I'm like, bro, my daddy ain't even got a beard like that. My dad in the, my dad old school. He ain't got, like, bro, you could. Yes. And now you over here, you anti-Semitic. You mm-hmm. over here talking about black people. And I'm like, bro, we got enough people talking about us. We got enough people doing certain things. Then all of a sudden, like, you talking about anti-Semitic Jewish people. Then you talk. Uh, you got your White Lives Matter shirt on, bro. I I lost all respect for you. Right. I used to have him in like high regards. Like, sir, you couldn't tell me nothing bad about Kanye. I'll fight you over some Kanye. Yeah. Now I'm like, I I understand. <laughs> okay. All right. So I've always been on the fence about what anti-Semitic means because I hear it all the time mm. lately. But it means hostile or prejudice against Jewish people. Why don't they have like an anti-Semitic for black people? <laughs> like, because I feel like 
we if we unify, we can start throwing that around like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like I just want I just want a term, you know, because they got Asian hate. Yeah. But I can't even say Black Lives Matter. You know, I can't. And that uh, that's true. So I need a term like anti-Semitic, but for Black people, because I'd be like, they whole thing is we don't want to go back and have the Holocaust re- replay out. You know, and it's a history behind that. Yeah. And I understand that. That makes total sense. I'm 100% right for the Jewish people and, and y'all plight. I apologize that it is that way. But at the same time, not but, on top of that, and to add to that, we as black people also went through something. So I feel like we need a term to make sure that they can't be putting us in the prisoner pipeline, you know, the the, the, the prison pipeline or the this and that. Because Obviously, you are doing the exact same thing you did to us. You just reinvent. You put another patina on it. You put another cover on that. Yeah. So I'm like, I need a term like anti-Semitic for black people. I'm gonna have to go find it. I don't know what it. I don't know, and I can't have anything that that, that lets you know it's about black people, because instantly they'll be like, well, what's the term for white people? No, no, no. I just need it. Just like the like like the Jewish have it right here. Where we know if somebody say anti-Semitic, you're specifically talking about Jewish people. Yes. And honestly, I could understand exactly how the Jewish people feel. Right. But truth be told, and I hate this, I hate to say it like this. A lot of people have been through it. Like, if you knew exactly what happened to the Native American people. Yeah, it's tragic. They, like, like, it is horrible. Millions upon millions of Native Americans are killed. By, uh, by European people when they came over here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, oh, nice. Oh, well, thank you. You gave Somebody us this land. No, it's you killed it by force. You killed over, uh, when you first came over, you killed over 20 million. Mm-hmm. Like, over 95% of all Native Americans died off when Europeans came over uh-huh. because they were introducing illnesses and Yeah, that we never dealt with. Never that were had. never dealt with because... The Native Americans couldn't even uh, they had fathom the, it. They never had that in their lives. Well, when you start thinking about it, because over there they were doing a whole farming thing and that type of stuff. So you live in close proximity to livestock. That yeah. gave a gateway for the and then they sicknesses went to the travel black over plat- the black plate, all that. So now that jumps over here. You had chicken pox. We don't live in house with chicken. Chickens run wild. There's a clear-cut distinction between how we live and the chicken live. So if I kill the chicken and eat the chicken, and it's just food. Uh, smallpox, chicken pox, um, all different types of diseases killed off literally 95% of all Native Americans. Right. The ones that you saw afterwards, because a lot of people thought, oh, North America, South America, there was just no one here. No, there was a lot, lot more people, people here than over in Europe. It don't make sense. For you to actually believe that, but you had people come over here, get off boats, and walk into homes. Yeah. Like, if you go back and read the documents and all that, they'd be like, it was, we went in there, and it was a whole village, and they had corn buried in the ground and everything, and we just walked into it. You ever walk? Like, it's squatters, really. Like, the first Americans... <laughs> It was squatters. They just yeah. showed up and was like, if nobody come claim. They call that a- a- annexation, and they're going to give you a reservation in the trunk. Like, mm-hmm. using that analogy, I'm going to take this one from Eddie Griffin. Do your he thing. was like, man, if we're going to use the analogy that they used when they first came out here, after I finish this podcast, I'm going to go in the parking lot 
and get in somebody's car. And I'm going to give them a reservation in the trunk. I didn't steal the car. I annexed it. Mm-hmm. That's the exact same That's thing. That's the exact same thing. But nobody but wants to talk about those things. We got because we we run a long time. Let's get back to yeah, Kanye West but, and his foolishness, the foolish statements he made. First, he attacked black people with the White Lives Matter, and we and I say he attacked black people not because he wore the White Lives Matter shirt, but because of his intent behind it. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, if you're in the Ukraine and you're you're white for the most part in my world, and you decide to wear a White Lives Matter shirt to try to represent Russia trying to come and take over your land, then sure. I agree. Wear your shirt because you need support. Okay? But over here, the only reason that people tend to get White Lives Matter shirts is because somebody said Black Lives Matter first. You're a retaliation to a movement. And it's so it's not because you don't agree with the viewpoints of the movement. It's just because you want to say, nah, I ain't giving them nothing. You don't understand mm-hmm. the plight and, 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 and you don't get it. So it is a direct attack at us, especially when you put somebody like Candace Owens up there. Don't take, don't think I'm just talking negatively about Candace Owens. She has her. Sometimes she say some positive quality things, and other times she stereotype us as if she is is, is sitting up there with with white face or something like she got yeah. red nose on and everything. Yeah, I don't, so it's like they find is. these people to basically. Hey, go and bash your race. Go and say some bash, stuff about you. Bash your people. Like, not, uh, like, when you say certain stuff, I agree. When you say stuff that's actually factually <laughs> true and things like that, I'm not going to knock that. But you're not going to speak on both sides, like, about what's really going on here. Right. Oh, only thing I'm going to do, find, find out some more stuff about the black people. Let me try like, Keep adding on to that stuff. When she said that one turn, uh, the, the lady, uh, I think it's Gorilla. Shout out Gorilla. But at the same time, she got this song where she standing at this in front of this abortion clinic saying, "I got murder on my mind." I'm like, well, you know, now it it it, it makes it easier for them to try to put our face in front of that that issue like the reason that they're telling us is because these unholy black people are so 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 easily dismissive of their children they go out and they make these mistakes and they don't want to take care of them so they just have somebody to press delete for them you know what i'm saying yeah when candace Olsen said that i i support yeah you make i can't argue against that that makes sense but we got to choose better imagery yes i will agree with that but then i will also throw right back at her that the fact that more white people can have abortions than black people. Yeah. And one of the reasons why they say they're getting rid of stuff is because of that. So that's why I'm curious about it. Because if you say that, oh, because black people are out in front of the clinic and doing this and doing that kind of stuff, I could, uh, I understand nobody should be doing that. But on the other hand, you missing that there's a lot of people of other races that have abortions. And yeah, but what I'm saying is how I, I linked it to Candace Owens was I was saying she's right on that accord because the statistics don't support the imagery that Gorilla was putting out there. Yeah. Like, no, we're not the primary people going to get abortions. It's not we're not we're not primary granted i'm certain in some way if we go on the conspiracy theory that was the ultimate goal of it but it wasn't what took place right 
So we don't want to be the face of that. Like there's so many other things we can be the face of. So many other things that we could be. Always the negative things, and then is it be like Kanye them became the? Hey, they doing it. Get them, boss. Get them. So yeah, and that's what I look when it comes to Kanye, and I and I hate how you know don't give me don't get me wrong when it comes to Charlemagne and whatever. Like I I hate that I I appreciate Charlemagne for bringing mental illness and especially. When it comes to men to the forefront, but I hate that it became a double-edged sword used by certain people, especially Kanye. Now it's a mental issue. I made that mistake because I was mentally, I have mental illness. Like, no, bro, you just a sellout at this point. Stop. Like, quit it, fam. Just at a certain point, you got to stop with the foolishness. Like, take accountability for what you're doing. Stop going around telling people how I'm the this, I'm the that, I'm the this, I'm the that. And then you always need somebody, bro. I, I need you to give me the factors. I need you to give me the respect. I need you to give. No. Man, look at You a like billionaire, this. bro. Kanye a billionaire. But then so many people don't stop messing with Kanye that they don't pulled out on everything. Like Balenciaga pulled out on him. Uh, what was it? J.P. Morgan them pulled out on them. There's a couple more they them pulled out on because it's like, bro, I don't even want to be associated with you. The, the antics, bro. Like at a certain point, it's like he reached genius status, and then he was like, instead of doing what like a Jay Z would have did, like a Nas did, and just accept that every genius has his moment. I'm the top guy, 50 Cent. I'm the top guy. All right. Either I'm going to move into a different line. I'm not going to make no fuss or try to do no antics or gimmicks. I'm talented. It's proven that I'm good at what I do. I'm already cold. I don't have to act no more. Yeah. Jay Z don't have to act no more. When he, who made I'm more him. millionaires, billionaires, and hoes? Like, at this point, for the black community, like, like I did that. It's done. So I don't have to show you my accolades. My proof walking around, they telling my story for me now. In Kanye West situation, bro, just lean back on your accolades. You made, there's very few, if any, rap artists right now who, I mean, before your situation, of course, <laughs> like, who wouldn't give you props and say that you influenced them in some way. Yeah. Like, when it comes to beat making, you influence so many people. For me personally, college dropout, late registration, bro, I was suffering in college. Mm -hmm. Yours was a daily listen, bro. Yeah. Man, favorite song was Never Let Me Down. By, uh, it was Kanye West, Jay Ivory, and um, Jay-Z. Easy. And I was like, man, then you had Jesus Walks. He had all these all songs these... that actually make you think, that I actually had. give you uplift. Actually guide you a little bit on it. It was like, man, all the things about college. First you go, uh, first you get your masters, then you get your masters, master, then you get your doctors, and all those kind of things. It just make you think of, okay, man, there's so many things that I'm trying to do versus what I want to do. Then he was like, oh well, you know, he go back to school just to show his mama, you know, that it meant something. It's, it meant something that you did this for that me. That you want that for me. Like all but, these kind of things. Now look at what your name is. Like it's antics. I just be like, like I said, 
Instead of doing what you're doing, lean back on your greatness, bro. Because I still feel like Kanye that we know is still there. It's just, it's convenient for him to be the but other Kanye right now. After so much stuff, it's getting hard to be that point. Like, truth be told, you couldn't tell, like, 2007, 2008, 2006, you couldn't tell me Kanye could do any wrong. Right. When, uh, when Kanye said George Bush does not like black people. He was talking about himself. You know how many... <laughs> <laughs> you know how many people were actually like, man. I agree. I 100% agree with him. Now it's like, look, you can't find too many people on Kanye's side. Because Kanye lost Kanye, bro. Like, I'm, I want to do it like this. Just like I separate Robert from R. Kelly, <laughs> I'm going to separate Kanye from Yeezy. Okay. So from the point I of listen to Kanye, Yeezy, yeah, we're gonna cut I don't, off. Him. I don't listen to Yeezy. I don't do nothing Yeezy, Yeezus, none of that. I don't do none of that. Mm-hmm. I do Kanye West. I do mm-hmm. the Bear mascot back. Okay, I, when mm. when Dave Chappelle yeah. was wearing the bear costume, I do that Kanye. The Louis Vuitton backpack. Louis, Louis Vuitton, Vuitton Don. Don. I do that. Yeah, that's the Kanye. I'm like right there, right there. That's Kanye. I, the Kanye that I, that that I remember, I'm Kanye all the way up to Red October. <laughs> right, right after that, I'm just gonna walk away from that. Although I do like, uh, you know, I didn't think Donda went that hard. I don't know some of them. Some of them songs hard, but it, it's definitely not hard enough for me to look past what he's done. Cause you know how how R. Kelly hits you with it. Yeah. Uh, you saved me. <laughs> you know, he come back and be like, yeah, Robert did this. Robert did that. I Look, mm-hmm. happy people over here. R. Kelly happy people. Robert pee on people. It's different. <laughs> it's just different. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Uh, mm-hmm. This has been another episode of Sub for the People. Go ahead and give uh, some shout outs. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 shout out Nate Price, Grin Grind. He is a personal trainer that actually takes pride in training his people. You can look him up on Instagram. He's on Facebook. He actually really cares, and he puts forth the work to show you how to be a better, how to work out better, and how to better your life mm-hmm. in that aspect. Yes, also, sir. shout out to Aretha. She's a Northeast Mall. Body sculpting. She does body sculpting, body contouring, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. She does it for men and women. Check her out. She's on Facebook. She's on Instagram. I do not have her website, but it's out there, too. I will find that out. Um, Also, like, subscribe the podcast. Please. Please. And something, the number four, D-A people. We're on everything. Don't worry. If you can't find us. You ain't looking. Mm -hmm. And remember, your phone will autocorrect for people because I understand it that... That autocorrect messed a lot of people up. They can't. They can't spell. <laughs> Look, don't worry about it. D A is when your phone autocorrect that and change that to D. Just change it back. It's D A, and then your phone will finish the rest. People, it just put the P E O. It guaranteed it's gonna finish that for you. I know. <laughs> it do it for me. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm just speaking from experience. Uh, like I said. This has been, oh, D-Mac, he's a barber. Uh, This has been another episode.
Hold it down. Y'all be easy.